Hey, how you doing tonight? Can I get started for you? Yeah, I'm doing good tonight. You know, another busy day at the ballpark. Now I need something really, really good. You got something really good for me there? Of course I do. I have exactly what you need. Jack and Kano coming right up. Well, hello, guys. We've made it to episode number six. And uh, episode number six is going to be no different than the other ones, Jack, because we are going to have a very, very nice show today, right? Yeah, absolutely. How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. Not too bad. You know, summer's coming up. SGAs, they're in, in full swing. Everything is getting back to normal, almost like nothing ever happened. Everything is back. And uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be it's going to be great. I figured there's a little pep in your step because I see when I look at the standings for all of MLB, I see there's a little team called the Giants towards the top, which makes no sense to me, but uh, they are yep. back up at the top. So, you know, I like the Giants, but uh, it is, uh, I bet you're excited to see that. You know, it's, it's nice to see a couple of things here, Jack. You know, one, it's nice to see the team getting kind of like back to the winning ways with some of the players that were there at the very beginning, the Buster Posey's, the Crawfords, the Brandon Belts and stuff like that. You know, it's nice to see them still having some success in their fourth quarter of their careers. Yep. But uh, it's also nice to see how all those fans that were talking shit about Gabe Kapler and, oh, we don't like him. And, oh, he came from a Dodger product and the general manager came from the Dodgers, yada, yada, yada. You know, all those couch managers that know better than anybody else. Now they're swallowing their words because Gabe Kapler's got a pretty good team going over here. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how everything ends up. Because there's a lot of sleeping giants out there still. That's right. A lot of sleeping giants. And we're going to talk to someone uh, who represents one of those sleeping giants. I, I believe that they're going to be dangerous later on in the year. Let's recap them on the, what we had last show on. Yep. So uh, last uh, show, we had the Skull King, uh, Dan Montez out of Colorado. He started collecting skulls and came up with a pretty unbelievable collection. You know, he had a, a very interesting story about how he, how he came to the U.S. and uh, just just an amazing uh, person. Uh, we were real happy to learn all about his collection and wh why he had a passion for skulls. And he's got to be probably one of the only people that has, what, three complete sets of skulls? <laughs> I think a lot of people are trying to get uh, their second one, and he's working on his fourth, a fourth complete set, which is which is pretty, uh, pretty nice. We go from Colorado to the state of Texas. And on the show today, we're going to have a very close friend of mine, someone that I, that I call a friend, someone that I've spoken to a number of times, Juan Manuel Mendez. Uh, welcome to Jack and Cano. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it. So uh, out there in Houston, big, big collecting city out there. Now, I don't want to sound like I know what's going on in Houston because I don't. I just know the things that I see on the pages here and there. Let everybody know out there how it became what it is now, which is it's a huge number of collectors out there. And, and they're all very, very serious about the sets and about everything that they have. Where did it all start? Tell me the beginnings of those times. Well, I believe everybody uh, was very family oriented. You know, you go to the game with your kids and start collecting baubles and, you know, it's something that, uh, brings your family together, number one. And, and uh, you know, it's a hobby. It's a, it's a hobby that, that you get to go enjoy the game. You get to get an SGA. You get to, you know, perhaps sell it if you have an extra one for those who couldn't make the game. Uh, the bobble game is pretty big down here in Texas, man. Houston is just, you know, kind of 
set, set a standard on a lot of these rails that, that, that have popped up, the, you know, uh, hard to find, you know, the, if, if the less they made of them, of course, the more of a grail it is, you know, a uh, lot, lot met a lot of nice people and, and you know, over the years of, of collecting and, and uh, man, you just make friends that, that, that are going to be, you know, lifelong friends. How did you get started? Yeah, it was probably about five years ago when uh, my son started playing ball, you know, AU ball, you know, at the park and, and uh, wanted to start taking him to games. And then we started realizing there was, you know, bobblehead giveaway. Because even before then, I mean, I knew about it, but it never really got into collecting. But my kid enjoyed it, you know, got to go to the games, see some games and, you know, get some SGAs. And, and uh, like I said, I think that's where it started. Uh, probably my first biggest one was the uh, Orbit 1 Kenobi that um uh season ticket ah. holder to me uh he, he was uh, looking to get rid of it and at the point at that time i didn't even know it was uh you know what it was uh, he asked me if i have it had an evan gaddis uh autographed baseball that i would, would trade for and i said sure you know and that was kind of really my first one that i really picked up and i didn't realize the you know significance and the importance that it was you know in, in, in the bobblehead game did you did you collect memorabilia prior to the bobbleheads? Is that because I see uh, you're sitting in your man cave, which is pretty impressive. I love the the colors there. You got all the memorabilia on the walls. Looks awesome. Uh, actually, no, dude. Uh, uh, it it was then with with my son being about eight years old. That, that mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I probably have over a hundred autographed balls now, and and uh, nice. Just, you know, you know how players do it. They they you know they go to the kids before they go to the adults, and. Uh, you know, uh, I do have some of the uh, maybe not, uh, I guess you could say, uh, plastic balls that in the beginning, I didn't even realize that it was, you know, supposed to have a, a, a good ball and get it on the sweet spot. But uh, we learned as we went. And um, but yeah, I mean, all them other balls I, I, I saved as memories, you know, from when we started. But, uh, well, you know, got a decent collection for, for the for the you know few years that I've been in it. And, and I know that the players down there in Houston, they, they sign pretty often. Oh, yeah. I mean, pre-COVID, Altuve and, and Correa and Bregman, they, they you know, you, you sit around the, the first base side by the Astros dugout and, and they, they came out every every game and, and signed for the kids. I mean, they never hesitated. And, and uh, that was just awesome. You know, for, for, for when my kid, it, 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 I mean, I got the memory it was five years ago today that he got his first Altuve autograph on, on nice. a ball. And it was uh, the practice ball. Uh, um, uh, pre-game uh, practice ball but uh you know it was still i mean we still have it you know have it in the cube it's just like you know good memories for for he and i i mean he, we come in my man cave and we reminisce about a lot of the autographs he's gotten for me you know of course i tell him it's all his at the end you know when when i go but you know we, we got a nice little collection does he have a favorite uh not really he, he became a a, a yuli fan yuli guriel fan um he put on the the yeah. hair sunglasses and the chain and uh he had a houston astros chain around his neck and man he, he uh he got some attention at the ballpark man he, he really did he got got to go on the field a couple of times with the players uh took pictures with them um you know mlb actually did a, a, a small article on him you know when he was out there one one game. oh wow yeah it was pretty cool printed it laminated it you know uh, nice something, something that you know man i mean i had you got on the field and I had people blowing up my phone. Is that your kid? And I'm like, yeah, man. I, they're like, how'd that happen? I'm like, dude, Altuve called him over and that was it, man. The rest is history, man. And uh, pr pretty lucky, man. He, he's, uh, he's uh, I guess, got, you know, 
had a little charm on him, you know, a little smile on him, and they, they just uh, waved him over. And, you know, like I said, he's done that a couple of times. You know, this was all pre-COVID, of course. But, uh, yeah, I mean, good times, man, good memories. Jack, that's all it takes sometimes. You know, just have a ball player come over, sign a ball, say hello. You, you, can't, you can't forget that memory. So thank you for sharing that. That's actually pretty cool. I didn't know that. It's been a, an awesome experience. Uh, he, we both missed it. Uh, you know, my family, my wife and my son, uh, we haven't been to a game yet because of the COVID. Uh, actually, the rumor uh, on the Internet today was May 25th. They're going to open it up 100% down here. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and okay. see if there's any truth to that rumor. But, uh, yeah, we're kind of itching to go, but we're still trying to take precautions and, you know, uh, wear the mask and uh, we, we've seen and heard a lot of people are not wearing them. So it's, it's a tough call, you know? Yep. And correct me if I'm wrong. I, I know you have season tickets. They're in the front row, right? Uh, yes, sir. We're, we're out in the bullpen section, the outfield section, uh, kind of home run alley, but yes, it is. It's front row. And uh, okay. it's an awesome experience out there, man. Uh, especially uh, the, since the beginning of the season, they've had the roof open quite a bit, and, you know, uh, different atmosphere when, when the roof's open you know, you know especially down here in houston where it's hot usually hot and humid you know so through the summer months it's always closed and that's what i was going to say with front row tickets anywhere anywhere with front row man you're going to miss it a, a little bit more a little extra so oh, you yeah know, I'm, I'm sure that at some point i'm sure at some point you'll be you'll be going through the turnstiles again and hey maybe catching the home run balls again oh yeah oh yeah we're looking forward to it, it, it it's just uh we're just kind of letting it, you know, I guess, take its course. And, and hopefully that, uh, like I said, pretty soon, maybe this month, or, you know, uh, we've got the Dodgers coming to town, the Padres and the Red Sox. So uh, kind of itching Woo! to see games. Yeah. The first yeah, place Red Sox, right, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that. I'm like, you know, I sit here as a Rays fan. We're, we're worried about the Yankees. And, you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes the Red Sox. What the hell? I thought they were done for, for years and years to come. And all of a sudden they're back at the top again. Makes me sick. Now, Ma- Manuel, uh, there's the one thing I was going to ask you too. We saw that uh, George Springer came back, yes, came back to Houston. He didn't play. He's not coming back for the rest of the year, right? The Blue Jays only come uh, to Houston oh. once a year. Is he going to come back Correct. at some point? Or are you guys going to have to wait till next year again? Correct. Yeah. He w- they won't be back. The Blue Jays won't be back this season. Yeah. But uh, he did get a. They did do a a, a montage video before the game. Uh, uh, it was about three or four minutes long, and uh, you know, uh, city still loves him, man. Welcome with open arms. What does he mean to that city? Because I know that it was very tough seeing him go, and like you just mentioned, you know, they still can't let him go. But but what is it about about him? And every city uh, will have that one player, and I know that Longoria Jack what was possibly that player down there in Tampa. What is it about Springer that brings that city together? Well, the fact that they drafted him, you know, coming out of college, uh, he played his whole career here. You know what I mean? So, so it's, uh, you know, uh, 2014, uh, you know, so last year, I mean, he, he was the heart of Houston and, and one of the key players, you know, had to smile and, you know, ladies loved him, you know, uh, oh, also, yeah. also had a, a speech, uh, uh, pro, uh, you know, issue growing up and, he uh, did a lot of uh, charity work here for, for kids that, you know, had speech problems and, and uh, you know, raised a lot of money for the city. So, you know, uh, again, you know, your, your everyday right fielder for, for you know, last, uh, uh, was that 
eight, seven, eight years, you know. So, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of times, a lot of the, you know, people saw him coming through the minor leagues and, and to be a superstar, uh, uh, you know, World Series MVP. I mean, it, it meant a lot. I mean, he still does. And like I said, uh, City still loves him. It's uh, similar to, to what we went through here with Tampa. And I mean, Tampa's just, you know, really we got on the map and we went to the world series that one year and that, you know, Longoria was on the team. And like you said, he, he been here his whole career and he was involved in the community. You know, he was involved with, you know, Moffitt cancer center and he was putting teams together and raising money and, you know, just, uh, just like you said, is the heart of Tampa really for, for our team and, you know, the face of the franchise and, you know, you got your third baseman there, you got the, the walk-off home run that sent us into the playoffs that year. I mean, just, you know, all the great moments that they create and uh, yeah, that it was a similar story. And then he, you know, it, it was, it's always sad to see a long time, you know, pillar of your team uh, leave and go to one of your competitors. Yeah. So, but, you know, you understand too. And, you know, he, like you said, he's uh, Longoria is still loved here. He's got a restaurant here in Tampa. People still go there. You know, it's uh, he'll, he'll never, he'll never uh, be out of the, the minds of people here in Tampa. Yeah. It's the business part of it that, you know, takes yeah. a month the team and the next journey. But yeah, I mean, I guess Springer, you know, had his payday coming and, and he got it. Yep. Can't blame him. Nope. Not at there all. George Springer also has probably the biggest grail. Do you think it's going to be the biggest grail ever, even though it's retail? It, I would say, yeah, because uh, the fact that there's not a lot of them and, and uh, it's still sought after. And uh, if, if one pops up, that, that Raz fills pretty quick, man. That's uh, think, think, you know, the championship, you know, bringing the championship to Houston, the championship bobble, uh, you know, World Series bobble. It, it's, uh, you know, it's like I said, there's not many out there. I'm lucky to have two of them and one customized by you. That's, that's, uh, that's a yeah. grill. That'll always be a grill in my, my house. <laughs> and we'll get into that because I've told, I've told Jack that story about yeah. how you wanted me to do that one. And a couple of times I, I, I asked you again and I asked you again, if you really wanted me to do that, because I, I would see the, uh, the, the, the price on and, and, and these rasses. And it was just crazy that I was going to customize one of those. But before we get it, uh, before we get into that, I want to talk about some of the grails that Houston had: Craig Biggio hit by pitch, yeah. and also the Lance Berkman, the duel where he's batting from both sides of the plate. But I know there's a lot more. Uh, what are the ones that are out there? And uh, let us know whether you have them, whether you don't. Hey, you never know. Someone may have someone out there for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those two I don't have, and and then of course the Orbit one Kenobi, which is the the Houston Astros mascot Orbit, you know, in the Star Wars uh, 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 day on that one. Um, uh, some of the other bobbleheaders and months are, uh, I mean, they're pretty out there. I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head. Um, the, the, it it was some of the early ones that there's not many of, so so it's um, it's tough. But there's there's a lot, I guess. That, I guess everybody has their, I guess their own, what they call grails. But uh, I, I think uh, some of the ones you, you just touched on are, are, are the main ones. You know, there's also the, uh, I think it's the, the Altuve uh, Jedi one. The mini. Uh, mini, yeah. And they also, he's, he's a mini. He's got a mini from Lexington, right? Yes. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. The, the, there's a, I mean, 
honestly, there's some the the hit by pitch and 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 the the, the Berkman. I mean, it's uh, those are some that, like I said, I would like to have. I just hadn't, you know, got lucky to win them, and uh, you know, kind of like when you were saying, uh, on some of the stuff I get, I I don't flip it, you know, I just keep it. Um, so so I guess you know. Uh, so, uh, not willing to part with some of the stuff, uh, you know, don't want to pay out of pocket, don't want to trade, you know, something good for it. But uh, I'm sure eventually I'll come around to it. And then we move on to the bobbleheads of the month, which is they had what they were numbered to what about 150, 170. Yeah. And no one knew when they were going to be released. Uh, there was just maybe like a Twitter announcement the night before, and then everyone, you know, would scramble with their own uh, way and their own method and their own theory of how to get extras or how to line up because people would line up since, since the night before, the day before. Take us through all of that from your point of view as, as it was happening in your city. Yeah, uh, like you said, it, it was uh, chaos. Uh, um, somebody would leak a, a, a picture, a post. Uh, they were hiring the homeless to, to get in line. Um, I think it took a, a couple of months before the actuals, uh, after, after about two or three came out, I think that's when they started limiting the, the one per person. But, uh, but yeah, like you said, it was, it was, uh, it was tough to get one. You know, if, if you couldn't get one at retail, you were jumping in the razzes because, you know, the, the razzes, I mean, they, you know, they pop up after every, every home game and SGA and, and those bobbleheads of the month, you know, some of them are, are hard to come by and, and, uh, and you, you know, you're lucky to get one. You honestly are. Like you said, it's, it is chaos. It's, it's, uh, you you got to know somebody. You got to have a little connection. You know, your wife's got to get off of work early and swing by there. You know, you got to go into work late, call in sick. But uh, it's, take, it's taking everybody to another level because you, you work nights and you're able to get off, you know, at 7 o'clock in the morning, go wait in line. You're, you're lucky, man. And if not, you got to know somebody. And what, what I do wonder too, Jack, is if these employees were helping somebody out because these bobbleheads are very valuable. Right. You know, and people like, like he was saying, they were hiring the homeless to get in line because they knew it was going to be worth it. And it's crazy. That's like, you know, it's like Black Friday, right? You got to be there to get your, your Xbox for $100 off, right? So you get to camp out for three days. I mean, I never understood that, but for a bobblehead, that's a pretty amazing. You know, d- during the season when, 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 you know, there was SGAs, I mean, you'd literally have to get to the game four hours, five hours early. To wow. stand in it. And, you know, people would, somebody would bring food, somebody would bring cooler with drinks. I mean, it was a party before, before the, the, the doors even opened, you know, but we're talking, like I said, you know, it, it was just ridiculous. And, you know, if they gave out 10, 15,000, there were still people that didn't get them. But, you know, you had, you, you know, you brought your family and your friends to come. And, you know, right. there, was a, there was the hustlers that would, you know, get people to come stand in line and they'd give them a ticket to your game and they would in return give them the bobble back. But yeah, man, that down here it gets pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, you talk about the, the it being limited, but with the COVID, it was, uh, you know, FOCO is now uh, offered the bobbleheaders of the month online. So that, that helps for the people that can't get down there and, uh, you know, you uh, get to get it at cost. And that just started recently. Yeah. Cause that's crazy. If you're nowhere near the stadium. Yeah. You're, you're, you're asked out. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of, uh, Astro fans around, uh, you know, outside of Houston that want right. to collect and, and yeah, they're, you know, again, if they don't have somebody to get them one at retail, now they're able to get one. But even myself, I've purchased them online where, you know, my connection wasn't available and it's like, okay, I'll just get it online and, and be done with it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, 
pretty wild, you know. The the it just just throughout the year, it's always been a party, you know. Kind of waiting and knowing that you're waiting in line five hours for a bottle is pretty wild, man. It really is. Got got to get to the right spots where there's shade and make sure you're not going to be in the sun the whole time. Cause down here in Texas, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not fun, man. Not fun. It's a little hot. <laughs> Very hot, man. It's hot and humid. You know, then you know, of course, it rains and you're not under the cover. You know, so yeah, you're getting wet. But yeah, it's where you get to meet a lot of people too, man. You get to meet a lot of other collectors. Uh, yep. You know, talk, just talk, man. Like I said, met a lot of people over the, the past five, six years that you know been going to games. But yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a strong Bible community down here. It really is. And uh, Jack, that community just came together too. Um, and I don't know the details about it. And I'll give uh, Manuel again the, 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 the time here, the podium, so we can go ahead and tell us, give him more in detail again as to uh, the big amount of money that they collected for, for a member or a family member down there, right? Yeah. Uh, recently, we, we had a, 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 one of our Bible members uh, pass away due to COVID. Mm. And, uh, you know, collectively um, with the groups that are here, uh, Crush City Bobbleheads, Houston Astro Bobbleheads, and everything autographed are some of the bigger, uh, the three big ones down here. You know, we've all uh, uh, were able to raise almost $14,000 for the family. Wow. And, and give, you know, give it to them, you know, to, to help with, you know, ongoing uh, family uh, situations, uh, you know, however they use the money, with, you know, going to a good cause you know don't don't want to get into detail and don't want to give names yeah. to, to those that know know um but even in the past uh, uh we had an officer down here that got shot and killed and we have law enforcement uh members in the bible community same thing right raised mm-hmm. over thousand dollars for his family um and we've actually done this you know uh about four four different five different times and it's always been you know eight to ten thousand dollars you know, raised for, for the families. And it's, it feels good. It feels good because, you know, you, you donate an item, you buy some spots in, in the in the RAS. And, you know, if you win, you win. If you don't, you know, your money went to a good cause. And uh, pr- pretty awesome to, to know that, you know, in some cases you, you might not know the person or never met them, but you know they're part of the Bible family and, and you gave from your heart and, you know, going, you know, to a good cause, you know. Nobody wants to have to deal with tragedy and, you know, knowing that, you know, the Bible community came together, you know, it's just awesome. That's, uh, that's amazing. I mean, it's, it's something that I noticed too, when I, you know, got into bobbleheads and joined some of these groups and, you know, uh, that's, a, that's a big thing that we do at the bar is just raising money for people in need and for charity. And it's, uh, it is amazing how these groups, you know, like you said, you, you meet people in these groups that you become friends with and you maybe, maybe you've never met them in person, never talked to them. You just see them on the page and make deals with them. And, um, but it's, it's amazing how, when someone in the community is in need, they all come together, everyone chips in. And like you said, it's like, you know, it's, it's, you get into Razzas, right. And you lose and you kind of sucks. But when you, when you have a, a, a charity Raz, it's like, you know, if you lose, it's not a big deal, right? It's, you get some joy out of the fact that you're helping some other somebody else out in their time of need. So, yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. And uh, there's a bigger know. picture. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we, we had people donate, you know, whether it was baubles or autograph memorabilia. Uh, one of our local framers here would frame your your picture, your jersey. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just like you said, everybody coming together, and, and for those that 
that didn't have maybe something to donate. They just wanted to do cash donations, and that was accepted. Uh, uh, you know, I, I will say uh, uh, one of the main people down here that has a heart bigger than Texas is Stacy Glaze, and and she she's very very uh, uh, you know like I said, heart just as big as Texas, and always willing to help. And anytime somebody's in need, she's she's always kind of been the leader and, and the one out there to say, hey, you know, you know, we, we need to get together and, and help somebody out. And, like I said, uh, no questions asked. You know, everybody tries to give from the, their heart. And uh, like I said, whether it's a cash donation or something, you know, an item to donate, you know. And, and, and it, you know, sometimes there's some nice stuff out there. It could be, you know, autographed uh, baseballs and bats and pictures. And like I said, uh, uh, custom work, you know, there's people that donate custom uh, woodwork and, and stuff. So, yeah, it's really nice to see everybody get together. Like you said, some cases you never met them. Sometimes we, you know, talk shit to each other on, on Facebook, you know, just, you know, some of the razzes, whether sure. you win it. But yeah, it's all, it's all in good fun, you know, so it's all in good fun. That's pretty, that, that's pretty cool. And then you brought up, you know, the bats and then the other stuff that you have, the sign memorabilia. And one of the things that, you know, down there that you guys have are these player weekend bats. Yeah. You know, they're all over the place. Everyone's got to have at least one of these bats. How many of those player weekend bats do you have now? I'm only, I'm only lucky enough to have three. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're usually run between five, six, $700 a bat, you know, wow. course autograph. Um, but yeah, uh, I have a Bregman, I have an Altuve and I have a Springer. So, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the trio. Yeah, yeah, there's a trio. I mean, it, it's it's uh they're, they're out there. I mean, if you have deep pockets, you can just buy them outright, you know. But uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, you you, you hope to get one in a rad, you know, for for ten bucks, you know, twenty bucks. But uh, yeah, there there's there's some people that have a you know they have ten or fifteen of them. So I'm not that lucky. This is you know this is new to me. I, I mean, I've heard very little. Of, I mean, I I, I kind of know of them. I've heard things about them, but can you explain just a little bit about what these are, what these bats are, and? Uh, I guess once once a year, the 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 MLB has a players' weekend where they have you know their nicknames on the back of right. the jersey. Uh, for for those for that weekend, they also use custom bats. Uh, whether it's designed. Uh, uh the the Alex Bregman I have is a, has the New Mexico. Uh, flag logo uh -huh. on it. Uh, the Altuve one has the Venezuelan. It's decorated like a Venezuelan flag, and the George Springer one has the uh, blue with the rainbow uh, astro rainbow colors on the on the handle. So pr pretty nice, you know. And that's what they use for the weekend. And of course, uh, these are I guess you could say uh, replicas of them, you know. But okay. autograph, you know, uh, not game use at, at all, but they're game model back. Gotcha. You know? So, so yeah, and then like every year there's a different one. So it seems like, you know, some people, you know, want one every year model, you know, that it was used. Right. And uh, yeah, like I said, that's, that's what drove up the price. And, uh, you know, Yuli Gurriel used a, a, a bat that had a, it looked like a pineapple on the barrel. And uh, that that's a grail. I mean, if you're lucky to have one of those, I mean, you know, it's hard to part with, man. And then I've lost so many razzes, I probably could have bought it, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you hate to, you know, Been keep there. track of your loss because that, that's, that's when you realize, you know, I should have just paid 500 bucks <laughs> for it and been done with it. Right. But, but we're all trying to win it, you know, for, for 10, 20 bucks, you know, 40 bucks. But yeah, I haven't been that lucky, you know, but yeah, I just, I just have three. So I'm kind of lucky to have the three, you know, and again, nice. those, those, those are PCs, man. They're, they're not going anywhere, you know, 
Uh, and they're the three big players, the, yeah. the core players. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've had offers for, you know, to buy them outright. People, you know, had the Correa's and, you know, the, the, the Yuli Gurriel's and, you know, just, you know, can't seem to part with five, 600 bucks for a bat, you know. It's, right. Uh, that's just a lot of money, man. I don't know. I don't care how you look at it. So, uh, I know you, you mentioned before we were talking before the show that, uh, you know, you, your son obviously uh, got you involved and, in, you know, the collecting and, uh, you say that he comes in there, uh, to the, to the man cave, you guys talk about, you know, some of the autographs and it's, it's a good bonding time with your kid. And, uh, you know, he's a baseball player. What, what position does he play? Uh, he's usually a pitcher, uh, or first base or shortstop or third. He's yeah. Usually- nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we get in here and, and he'll see a ball and he'll say, I remember getting that autograph. And uh, we got a couple no. of like uh, batting practice home run balls that, you know, he, he's probably got about 75 baseballs in his room. Wow. And, uh, uh, he actually, uh, funny story is he took one to uh, baseball practice one day. And uh, at that time, his coach was an ex-MLB player. And uh, man, he he kind of kind of ripped them one, saying, "Man, you don't understand how how you know it's not easy to get one of these balls. You know, this is you know brought back memories for him." And my son's like, "You know, well, coach, I got about you know a hundred of them at home." And <laughs> and the coach is like, "What?" He's like, well, "Yeah." I mean, every time we would go to the game, you know, he'd come home with two or three, sometimes four, and yeah. uh, uh, like I said, they just accumulated. And and uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're Again, blessed to be able to, you know, be season ticket holders and get in early and, and, and you know, like I said, good times, man, good memories, you know. But uh, yeah, he he's he's uh he's enjoyed getting autographs, you know, when you know when we go to the stadium, man, because he, he knew I can't I couldn't get them, and I would just say, hey, you know, here's a ball, go get, you know, McCullers, uh, Vance McCullers, <laughs> you know, see if you can squeeze in there for Bregman, and you know, sure enough, he'd come back with a with a nice autograph ball, and I was like, wow, you know, and of course, you know the dad's there and the grown man that you know i don't know if they're their collectors or their flippers you know but you know the, the hustle's out there so you know yeah. but but like i said for the most cases dude, I, I kept them on and a lot of them do not have uh you know coas on them they're not started but i know they're real you know yeah we, we for sure got them in person so and again like i said i'm not really trying to sell anything so you know it's not i guess uh it's not a necessity to have a, a third on it you know right well, and then when he comes down there, you show him all the memorabilia and say, look, this is your inheritance, you know, like. <laughs> I've told him that. I said, you know, I, I always have to joke around and say if something happens, make sure you do your homework. Because, you know, <laughs> a lot of it is worth something. You know, uh, yeah. we were able to get Aaron, Aaron Judge on a, on a sweet spot and an all-star game ball. Wow. Uh, actually, Aaron Judge played a warm-up catch with him because, like I said, we're front row out there in the bullpen in right field. So wow. we catch with him one, one game and it was like too nervous, too fumbling my phone. I, you know, almost dropped it. I couldn't, couldn't record it because it was right in front of me, but it was just, uh, you know, I mean, and Aaron judge is a big kid, dude. I mean, I know people, yeah. do, but man, he, he probably threw every warm up ball to the crowd and, and, you know, people were fighting and diving for it. And, and like I said, an awesome memory that I have with my son that, that, you know, it's just, uh, man, you know, it, it's, Busy goosebumps, man, because it's like you know, there's so many kids that that don't even get to go to a game. You know, my, my kid's been on the field, and uh, you know, to the point where they knew him when he walked in. They, the 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 employees knew who he was. You know, 
just by the the gear he used to wear and the, the get up, you know, the costume, so to say. But uh, yeah, they 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 would give him high fives when he was walking in because they already said, okay, here here comes this kid, and they knew he was going to be on TV, and they knew he was going to you know catch the players' attention, and and you know same, and he would dress up like that if we went to one of the local TriStar shows or the GTSM shows, you know, autograph shows here, he would dress up you know same way, and mm-hmm. I'm coming, and they'd stop and you know give him a high five, or we try to take a picture real quick, and you know, but yeah, I mean it's me- memories that, that are priceless. I mean, really. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Talking about memories. Um, 2017, you know, you guys winning the entire thing. Um, Tell us about, you know, what the experience was with you as a fan, you know, growing up in Houston, growing up a Houston Astros fan. What was the experience like as, as the year got serious, you know, as their success was evident and it was very clear and then as they started moving up the ladder when the playoffs came and then eventually when they made it to the world series tell us what what that was like for you up until the world series and then we'll talk about afterwards yeah um amazing dude uh you know when i've always watched them growing up didn't get to attend much you know growing up we weren't fortunate enough to, to be able to attend games but i did watch them on tv a lot even when they were losing um Again, when we started going was uh, probably 20, 2015, 2016. Uh, you know, we, we started going actually 2016 is when we became season ticket holders. So, uh, yeah, we, we got to see them right as they developed into a, you know, I guess a, a playoff team, a championship team. You know, it was, it was being there and witnessing, you know, the, the history that was made. Um, it, it, it's, again, I mean, I'm speechless on some of that because it's, uh, something that I was able to experience with my son and my wife. And, and uh, you know, again, memories, you know, people watching it from home, it's, it's just different when you're there, you know, it's different when you're able to, you know, see, see the team grow and see the team come together and, and have the core players that you have and, and, and knowing that they're, they're wanting to win just as bad as anybody. And, and uh, from, from having seasons of hundred, you know, or more losses to, to having seasons of a hundred plus wins, you know, it's just, you know, it's, a 180, you know what I mean, and and uh, and the city embraced that, and and uh, bringing the city their first championship was, you know, I mean, uh, I really think, you know, the every, everybody was just Astros. It was all about the Astros, and and you know, it was the hottest ticket in town, and and uh, you know, lucky enough to be able to get a SRO to go to the game just to say you were there, you know. Yeah. Um, well, when they won the 2017, uh, you know, World Series in, in, in L.A., I mean, I believe they had about 30,000 people at Minute Maid and watching it on the Jumbotron, wow. you know, that, that uh, you know, they didn't want to watch it at home. They wanted to come be in the stadium. They opened it up and it was free to get in. They uh, just let people watch it there. And I mean, the celebration carried on to the streets, man. I mean, it, it, it was amazing, dude. It really was. Uh, for being a baseball fan, just in general, you know, like I said, I've, I've always watched baseball and always rooted for, for, you know, somebody to win. It was never the Houston Astros, but it was, <laughs> it was always somebody else, you know. I mean, I rooted for Tampa Bay when they were winning, you know. I rooted for Barry Bonds, you know what I mean? When the right. Giants, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you know I, at, the end of, at the end of the season, I'm rooting for one of the teams, you know. But sure. uh, th- this time it was the Astros in it, and. It, it was, uh, like I said, a, a feeling that, you know, pe- people will still sit there and argue with you, you know, that, that we are champions, you know. Uh, like you said, the, the asterisk, the, 
the tainted uh, title, you know, all that, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a tough, tough pill to swallow, but uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to say we're just champions, you know, to the end, you know, you say what you want, you know, you're not going to take it away from the town, man, at all. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked, Roberto and I were talking a little bit about this before. I mean, it's, you know, we have Tom Brady here now in Tampa and, you know, he won us a Super Bowl and, you know, it's, but anytime Tom Brady comes up in conversation, anybody that's not a Patriots fan or now a Bucks fan, because I'm yeah. sure we were on that same bandwagon before he came here. Oh, yeah. he's deflating footballs and he's, you know, Bill, Belichick's out there with the cameras and, you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, how many teams won a uh, world series where their players were juiced up, you know, like, it, it, you know, it's just part of the game. I mean, it's, I don't care what you're doing. It's like, you know, how hard it is to even get to that level. Uh, it's just amazing. So it's, um, you know, another thing we were talking about is, uh, you know, I live in Florida, I'm a Florida state alumni. So I have to deal with Gator fans and Seminole fans within my state. And I got to hear about Jameis taking crab legs from Publix every, you know, every day that, you know, that was a one-time thing. And the guy's a college kid, you know, he got some free stuff from Publix. And now every, every comment online about Jameis, oh, crab legs, Jameis, the free shoes university, you know, right. it's, it's, it all goes back and forth. You know, we say the same thing about the Gators and uh, about the, <laughs> about the hurricanes and, you know, you can always find something about a team to, to give people crap about, but anytime anybody wins, there's always going to be a target on your back. Yeah, Jack. I mean, you, you know, you, you didn't like Brady and so, you know, put on that book uniform and, and, you know, it, you know, you were there getting your, your championship t-shirt and, yep. you know, Probably looking forward to Edelman coming, you know, next season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, he is. Yeah, but but you know, I think we're all old enough to to remember the uh, Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa home run race, and you know that yep. you know always you know said that you know they were all on roids, you know, and whatnot. But you know what? We didn't care. We we were we were watching it, man. I mean, you stopped what you were doing to make sure you didn't miss that game or that. If ESPN cut to the to the show, you were there, man. I mean, you know, it was awesome for baseball, you know. I mean, even Barry Bonds, you know. I mean, it, it, it's just, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I see it, like you say, it's, it's a, Major League Baseball is on another level. I mean, yeah, there's some players that do what they do to kind of get over. Now they're cracking down on it, I think, more than they did in the past. But, I mean, yeah. you know, as a Ball fan, I mean, you know, you, you're not gonna, you know, Roberto, we're gonna argue back and forth about bonds, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna stand by your man, you know what I mean? Because that's that's your guy. That's you know. I'll probably, I'll probably be, I'll probably agree with you on that one. I'm not, I'm not the biggest bonds fan. Um, okay, and you're a Giants yeah, fan. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, a, I'm a Giants fan, yeah. So I, I followed him, and I, and I made sure that that you know I clapped for him and stuff like that. But just it was mainly off the field stuff. But at the time, I was also coaching baseball. And a lot of the kids, the JV teams, they followed him. But I would know the off the field stuff that he was kind of an asshole, that he was not a good guy and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff that was putting me off a little bit, but only because the kids that I was coaching looked up to him for as, as a role model. And yeah. here I am not only trying to be a coach, but trying to let them know like, hey, you know, there's better role models than that. So I think that that's, that's the beef that I have against, uh, you know, Mr. Barry Lamar Bonds. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's not just baseball. I mean, look at Lance Armstrong, that whole mess. I mean, 
you know, and the sad thing about most of this is like Lance Armstrong, like he probably didn't even have to take any of that shit. He probably still would have won all those races or most of them. And it's like, you know, it's just something like that. It just taints it a little bit. Um, it just gives people a reason to give you a hard time. But at the end of the day, like you said, you can't take that championship away. It's like uh, we talked to Kenny a couple of weeks ago about the Dodgers. You know, it's like, oh, there's the asterisk. If they've only played 60 games. Is that really a World Series championship? Yes, it is. They won in, they won in a pandemic. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they're going to argue that it's a championship and you can't take it away from them. And and, I, and I'm sure each of us would have did the same if our team would have won. You know, you're going to still say, I would have. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you're, you know, you're just going to sit there and say we won. You know, bottom line, whether it was a 60-game season or a 100-game season, you know, uh, you know, with the Astros and their scandal, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, Astro fans are going to argue with you to your blue in the face. And, you know, you might end up, you know, uh, getting heated. But, I mean, you know, we're, we're, you know, we all have championship gear and we're not, you know, parting with it, man. You know, you know, you get the, whether it's a replica trophy or, uh, you know, the hats, the, the on-field stuff. I mean, the memorabilia has gone up. I mean, uh, the, the game used memorabilia over here, whether it's just a regular game or World Series, I mean, that's, that's those are grails in, in, in their own senses, you know. But yeah, everybody has a piece of history, you know, the same thing, you, you know, my, my wife and son were able to go to the parade and, you know, brought home some confetti like most people do, like hey, nice. parade, you know, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you, you had, you had, you know, probably most of the city down there for the parade. I mean, it was just very hectic, but I mean, you know, to, to be the first one, you know, um, and, and, you know, of course, none of this, none of the scandal that came out before that, you know, I mean, it was right. just. Oh, and even after the scandal, people were still like, you know, F you and F your team and, you know, we won, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. And I mean, you know, uh, uh, seeing them in, in uh, Yankee Stadium uh, last week was pretty wild. I mean, I, I kind of know they have it coming, but at the same time, you, you, you really look at that and say, was it, you know, is it worth it? I mean, you're booing some of the guys that weren't even on the team in 2017, um, you know, were y'all really going to win it? You know, I don't know, you know, had you, had you got by the Astros, were you going to win it? I mean, how many championships does New York have already that, you know, you're, you're worried about one, you know, but uh, I, I guess they had their, they had the right, you know, you know, they had the right to, to boo and, and do whatever they did. I mean, I, I can't take that away for them. I've been a, a round obnoxious, you know, people <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, you know, sixth, seventh inning after they've had a few beers in them. It gets worse, you know, security will tell them to, you know, pipe it down. But, you know, you pay your ticket, you pay your way in, and you want to root for the opposing team or you want to heckle the opposing team, you know, as long as it's in good fun. But, you know, you start getting obscenities and there's kids around and you yeah. start things that are not uh, appropriate. I mean, that that's when it's like, you know, I might even have to look at the security guard and, you know, point at the guy and say, you know, what's, you know, yeah, you know, at least tell them to, you know, watch it because it's not just my kid, but I mean, there's numerous kids there and, you know, you know, some of that they're not used to hearing all the F-bombs being thrown out there. But, right. but yeah, that is, it's, it's fun, dude. It's fun. To, the Dodgers will be here, uh, uh, I guess, uh, 25th, 26th. So that, that's going to be wild. Uh, uh, and they, from what I've heard, they've got a, a good group of people coming to, to Houston for that game. So it's, oh, it's the group, the, wow. the Pantone group, the Pantone 294 group. Yeah. And that's uh, Jack. I don't know if you're familiar with that no, group, that? but it's a, it's a, it's it, it's a big group of fans, and they travel together. It's a travel. It's a group of traveling fans. So they have a person that reaches out to a team and 
buy they buy out a whole section uh, right okay. they all travel out there just like group sales except they travel in the hundreds because they need hundreds of people to hold a big ass flag that covers up an entire section yeah so that is the team that is the group of fans that went to at&t park like three four years ago they went to yankee stadium a couple of years ago and they're going to go to houston uh, yeah. i didn't know it was on going to be on this trip but they're going to go to houston so that should be a little yeah. interesting and it's going to bring up some 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 memories now I'll, uh, you just touched on the 2017 world series that we were talking about let me tell you a very very fast story so uh game five i'm uh, i'm visiting my my mom and i'm driving back it's a four-hour drive to to my home everyone's sleeping in the car my wife my kids they're knocked out <laughs> well i put the the the, the radio on because i knew the game was going to be happening. I knew I wasn't going to watch. I knew I was going to be listening to it. I am doing 85, 90 miles an hour trying to get home because just by listening to it and all the back and forth, I'm like, holy shit, this, I have to watch this game. Anyways, by the time that I got home, it was the beginning of the 10th inning. So I, at least I got, I got to the house and I got to see the end of uh, probably in my mind, in my mind, the best baseball game I think that that's one of the best baseball games that's ever been played just because of the whole back and forth thing. But uh, what was pretty funny about that is that I got to watch the last inning and I see my wife and kids coming in with all the luggage back and forth. I didn't do anything. I just watched baseball. I wanted to watch the game. Oh, we were there. We were there. We were able to witness that. Oh, man. Dude, uh, honestly, dude, I don't think we sat down the whole game. Uh, It was a roller coaster back and forth. Uh, I think it, the game was over around 12:30 in the morning our time, uh, 12:40. Uh, I mean, you didn't want to leave the stadium. I mean, they literally had to ask everybody, you know, yeah, you know, it's over. Y'all gotta go. But I mean, it was so much excitement. Uh, it, it was man, it was like you said. I, I would agree. You know, one of the best games I have attended and I had seen. I was able to witness. Um, came home, got a couple hours of sleep, went to work. My wife called in sick. My son didn't go to school. Uh, it, it was just amazing. It was amazing to, to say that I was there and got to witness it. I still watch it and, uh, you know, I've watched it, you know, a couple of times and it's almost like, you know, you know the what the ending is going to be, but, you know, kind of like your favorite movie, you just watch it over and over. But yeah, that was, that was an awesome game, you know, and, and uh, we, you know, got to see ourselves on TV, which we do regularly from our seats, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. And, and you know, Nice to be able to say that you were there, you know, because, you know, even though it was about 45,000 people there, you know, not everybody from Houston sitting in the Minute Maid Park, but it was, it was an awesome game. It really was. Did you lose your voice? Yeah, I think at the end, I mean, everybody, everybody was just screaming and hollering and, you know, you know, whether they, the, we were down or or we were up, I mean, you were just, like I said, it, it was, one game that, that, like I said, I don't think we needed seats that day, man. It was it was an exciting, exciting game. Like I said, uh, uh, blessed to be able to be there and witness that. And you know, uh, it, it was fun. It was, uh, again, back to a, a nice family outing and, and great memories to be able to sit there and say that we were there. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and then to follow up on that, obviously at that point, uh, Houston goes three-two. Uh, game six, they lose in LA. Game seven takes place. Charlie Morton, hero. That's something that both of you guys have in common. Charlie Morton, 
you know, yeah. doing big things for the Rays as well. Mm -hmm. uh, take me through uh, game seven. What's going on in the Mendez household uh, on that day and after the game? I mean, glued to the tube, man. I mean, it, it, again, it ended late. My kids stayed up. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, we wanted to see them win just as much as every Houstonian, you know, here in, in Houston and maybe Texas. Uh, uh, just to, to be able to say it's the first one, you know, uh, you know, kind of backtracking on the scandal, you know, they, they said that, you know, a lot of things happened here at Minute Maid Park, but for them to win on the road, I mean, you know, it was kind of like, you know, uh, it, it happened, you know, it, it happened uh, uh, from, from uh, McCullers to, uh, starting the game to, to, you know, Charlie Morton finishing it, you know, um, man, we, we were all Uncle Charlie fans, man. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, we're happy for, for a lot of the players, you know, that, that you know, won and, and uh, hadn't won, you know, was their first as well. And, uh, you know, it, it was just exciting. You know, it really was. Uh, uh, the, we, I mean, we're, we're, I was like most people, you know, got on Fanatics and started ordering stuff. And, you know, uh, I, I probably spent more than I should have. But, you know, again, I think that's most fans, you know, when you win your first one, you know, I, I need those house slippers and I need the light, <laughs> you know, I need the doormat, you know. Uh, I didn't even have a dog. I need a dog bowl. That says... <laughs> <laughs> Heck, you know, you, you realize that when you're totally cashing out, you're like, I, I had so much stuff in my cart. It was like ridiculous. But I was like, man, just, you know, I mean, I, you know, you just had to, you wanted everything, you know, you really did. I mean, uh, and like I said, even now, I mean, it's uh, to look back and see, you know, what we have and, and, and uh, what the team accomplished, uh, I don't know. I mean, everybody's going to have their opinions, but, you know, like we said, whether it was Tom Brady or, you know, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, I mean, the Astros did what they did. Uh, whether they received the proper punishment or not, I mean, that's, I guess, for every individual to to uh, assess in their own way. But, uh, you know, like I said, the, the Astros have been good to the city, man, and, and uh, giving yeah. back charity-wise and, and, you know, uh, Think, think, you know, tech, our, our local Texans and Rockets haven't done so well. So, you know, people want to go see a winner and, you know, uh, good good to go to Minute Maid Park and have a few beers and watch a game, you know, win or lose, you know, maybe you meet a new friend and hang out with some, some old friends and, you know, just enjoy the game. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll argue with everybody as well just to say, hey, man, the Astros won and, you know, we're champions whether whether you like it or don't like it, you know. No one can ever take that away from you. And uh, the way I see it is, you know, with sports, there's always going to be an argument. It doesn't matter what happened. Even if uh, not, there was no controversy, people are still going to, you know. Season, I think everybody wants their team to win. Everybody wants right. their team to win a championship game, whether it's basketball, football, or, or baseball. So, you know, uh, uh, if your team's, you know, in there, I mean, you're, you're rooting for them. You know, you, like I said, uh, you know, you, you, your Bucks won it on. I mean, I was rooting for him, you know, from Houston. I was like, man, Brady's got this, you know. It's, just, uh, it's amazing what he did, you know, in one one year, man. I mean, that, that's uh, – if you wasn't a Bucks fan, you became a Bucks fan and living in Tampa because, uh, you know, you want – you know, you want to be able to say you're a part of all that, you know. It's, right. It's, it's history. I mean, it really is, you know. And, and the fact that he's coming back again and y'all are going to probably expect nothing but another Super Bowl from him, you know. I mean, at his age, too, you know, I mean, I think that's the amazing thing. It's like, you know, most of the quarterbacks that are his age, like, look at Drew Brees. I mean, 
Drew Brees, awesome quarterback, but like, you know, he couldn't stay healthy and at the end of his career. It's just, you know, the way that the longevity that Brady's had and he's still playing at a high level. It's amazing. All right. So we're going to touch on, on, on one more subject and that is going to be uh, customized bobbleheads. Okay. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you about uh, custom bobbleheads is because I know Houston is, is a pretty big uh, city in, in a group of collectors that also pride themselves in the customs that they have, as well as all the customs that the customizers do down there, right? We've, we've had this conversation before. Um, I know that I've done two for you. The first one is that George Springer bobblehead of the month, which we'll touch on that a little bit. And, and the one that I did depicts the home run that he hit in game seven of the World Series. The other one that I have is that voice chip that I that you want in a RAS of Charlie Morton throwing the last pitch. Correct. So uh, the reason why I like bobblehead is because they depict these moments that we remember, they depict moments from games that we were at, that we attended, or that we were told about by our parents or by the television historian, the baseball historian about what happened. So that's, I think that's why bobbleheads are, are so dope. So having brought up the two that I've done for you that depict obviously that championship year that the Astros had um, and other customs that, that, that you've collected and, and that, that I've done for you for other players. What is it about customs uh, for you who is on the other side of the fence? I paint them. You're the one that displays them uh, as a collector. Well, being able to have a one-of-one one is, is amazing. You know, uh, your, your work is, is amazing. Uh, the, the attention to detail you did on the Springer is, is uh by far the, you know, I think the best out there, you know, it, 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 it's awesome to be able to have a one of one. There are some local guys that have done some customs and, and uh, uh, in some cases they're not one of one. So, you know, they'll, do, they'll kind of do more than one. So, I mean, they're still cool to have. They, they, they are, uh, I guess, you know, it just depends if, if you like what they did. You know, I think with me and you, I think we collaborated to, to get what I wanted out of the Springer Bobble. And I think that was a little, maybe a little different. You know, we, we you know, together we, we created, you know, your masterpiece and, and, and wow. uh, blessed to have it in my collection. Um, but, but yeah, I think that the customs are, are, are just being able to say, I have this and, and you don't, <laughs> you know, basically. Uh, but, but uh, I think it, uh, everybody, you know, the, the handful of guys we got down here doing doing amazing work as well. Uh, I just think they, they, you know, sometimes they'll do more than one. So there, there might be four or five of, of, a, of a particular custom out there. And it's still a grail in, in, in the sense that, you know, there's not 100 or 200 of them out there. You know, you know if you're lucky to get one, you're, you're lucky to get one. And, and uh, uh, like I said, uh, nice work, you know, not going to say it's not. It's, it's amazing, you know. Being able to have the talent to, to, to paint a bobble and, and uh, change the, the the uniform color, and uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, orbit uh, mascot bobbles that, that they started uh, personalizing with the Father's Day jersey, the Mother's Day jersey, um, so, uh, you know, retro jerseys that, that that are not offered by by Foco or, or anybody, you know, because they're they're, they're uh, bobbles that we purchased from Foco, but uh, yeah, they customize them with different jerseys on them put pink bats on them and blue bats on them to represent Mother's Day and Father's Day. And uh, military, there's some that uh, uh, a couple of guys did some with the military 
uh, uniform and, and, uh, and they're really nice. They're really nice. And, and uh, like I said, uh, if you're lucky to have one, I mean, uh, if not, you you know, if you really want one, then you're out there trying to trade for it or buy it outright. You know, some cases, some of these uh, customs, you know, somebody would close the, the RAS, you know, the, the first person would close it because they wanted it, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, the, I think everybody has their own custom touch, but uh, like I said, we got a handful of guys down here that, that do them and, and uh, pretty successful in all their rises, you know, like I said, they sell them and, you know, I guess they're making little side hustles, as I guess that's what I call it, you know, little side hustle. But yeah, the, the, the customs are, are nice to have. I mean, you know, uh, what, what I've gotten from you and, you know, I have a couple other ones. I have the Charlie Brown you did for me. Uh, that, that was yep. a one that has my name on it and, season ticket holder patches on it and uh it's just uh it's just to me uh, an awesome piece you know you did the spider-man the reddick spider-man for me oh yeah uh the bruce lee uh with the astros logo on it was awesome and uh i also have the hulkbuster that you, you did for me so i know. think i did a reddick too i think i did the reddick with him in the wrestling ring yeah you did that yeah that's right it was yeah. uh, originally a met uh, a bobble i forgot which yeah player. yeah but yeah, um, shit, I well. yeah, 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 no, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I got a few from you, uh, Roberto, and like I said, uh, blessed to have those, man. Those, those, those are one of ones down here, you know, the, the, those won't be rad, not, not <laughs> yeah. going anywhere. Now, although it may seem, I, I really think it may seem like I brought this up so we can go out and say that I do <laughs> nice work. I, I, I promise it was that wasn't the case, like, seriously. He, uh, I know he, I've done a lot of work for him in. in it's gotten to the point where I have, I think nine, I think I have nine of the Astros bobbleheads here. And he's like, yeah, just do whatever. Now he's giving me that space to just come up with something. And I know that he's going to like it. But the reason why I wanted to bring this up though, is because for a couple of weeks I've been telling Jack and in a couple of occasions, I've told him about the Springer one that I did. Mm -hmm. And we've uh, kind of touched on it a little bit uh, in the show, but um, before we talk about how much it, it goes for now on a, on a RAS, uh, I remember being a little hesitant in, in, in painting it just in case you changed your mind because I know that it was going for pretty high in the RASs at the time. Um, but but I, I, I was wondering like, man, he's really going to have me do it. But finally, when I did it and then you say the one of one and, and, and stuff like that, it's actually pretty cool that I, that I got to do it. But what is the actual number? for one of these to be rasped nowadays if someone was to throw an original one up there because it was the very first bobblehead of the month that was released so i know that that plays a big part it, it i think the highest it got was a thousand dollars yeah it, it it i think when i asked you to customize the one i had it's because i had two and i know what you say about maybe leaving it original holds its value and and and, it's, and you're possibly I mean you're right you know you you, you do this you know uh, uh, more than I do but uh, yeah I think I was just blessed to have two of them because at that time I just my, my wife was able to go and I told her just buy two and and again instead of looking at the hustle part and saying let me make some money off it I was like no I'm gonna keep it and I'll do something with it later and I was so glad that I did and was able to you know collab with you and, and come up with the creation that we did and. and and uh, make it what it is. Like I said, uh, again, I guess I'm blessed to have a job and, and you know, pays decent. And, you know, uh, I, I'm not really into any of this for the hustle. So, you know, when I bought it, I kept it and, and people were willing, you know, inboxing me, willing to buy it and wanting to buy it. And I just wasn't parting with it. And, and uh, 
like I said, so glad that I kept it. And, and uh, it's basically my centerpiece here in, in my man cave, you know, uh, having the original and, and your custom side by side is, is something that, that, that a lot of people, like I said, don't even have one and I have two of, them, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's still, it's still worth a lot of money, man. It really is. It, it's, uh, you, you can um, get you a small car probably for, for one if, if you find the right person. No, so, that's, that's crazy shit. Roberto, I mean, yeah. for, for the audience, tell them what you did to this bobble, because I'm curious. All right, so the original, the bobblehead of the month is George Springer uh, swinging. It's the after swing of a home run that he hit in uh, spring training, and it's him in the rainbow uniform, right, when he was a rookie. And this was uh, 2014, I would think, 2014, 2015, when this uh, Sports Illustrated was released. Well, he had um, a second Sports Illustrated after game seven of the World Series. Exact same swing, obviously, except now it's in the game seven uniform, uh, the orange jersey uniform. So when uh, Manuel hit me up and he said, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. And I said, "Okay." he I'm pretty sure at some point he said, can you do it? And I said, yeah, you know, I can go ahead and do it. And because of everything that surrounded this bobblehead from the price to how there was only about 150 to 170 of them and, and it's retail and, and it really anyone that has one is not going to get rid of theirs. I knew that if I was going to put a uh, paint into this, that I had to make it as detailed as possible. So I looked at every logo that he had on his uniform, every possible thing that I could add. And, and I added, I even looked at his shoes. I looked at his shoes and I took an up close photo and I found other photos of where he was wearing the same shoes. And I tried my very best to give this, um, this, this bobblehead that, uh, to, to manual, it, was, it wasn't a big deal for, for, for me to paint, but for me, I wanted to make sure that if I was going to do this to something this valuable, that I was going to make an attempt at making it just as valuable, but maybe in a different way. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I've ever spent more time or more, more, more detail, more attention to detail for sure to any custom bobblehead that I've done uh, as I have to this one. And I think that the fact that it's a, it's a, it's a taller one because it's a focal one, it's about nine inches, uh, just like the Mountie. Um, so I spend a little more time on it. So I, I like it. And when we do the, the YouTube video on this, it's going to have the cover photo on it so that people can go ahead and see why we talk about this bobblehead so much. And thank you for the kind words, by the way, man. Uh, it's not every day that, you know, someone over here, just a, a, a small guy in this hobby gets to, to hear that something they did is the center of the collection. So I appreciate it very much. Oh, you're welcome. Like I said, it, 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 it's nice. Uh, uh, back to, again, it's history for, for Houston. Uh, I mean, I've honestly never even uh, uh, considered razzing it or selling it. Like I said, again, uh, uh, I keep a lot of the stuff even stuff that I went in razzes, most of the time I keep it. But, but yeah, those those are baubles that are going to stick with me forever. You know, uh, what my son does them after I'm gone, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm afraid to even, you know, know what he might do with them. Uh, I, I see a garage sale probably in the future. <laughs> you know, because uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it is, but uh, and I love it, dude. And and uh, like I said, so so happy to have it. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'll send you another picture, uh, Roberto. That that uh. uh probably uh, have a side-by-side comparison of them and uh yeah jack they they uh 
uh, I have the magazine cover behind each bobble, and, and awesome. uh, they're both autographed by George Springer with nice. the rainbow, and then with the uh, the the orange uh, top and the gray road pants. So, but yeah, I mean it's it's really nice. I mean they're they're, they're like I said, they're they're my centerpiece in my my man cave because it's just the fact that like I said, for me it's it's uh, they're one of ones, you know that that uh, nobody else has and. Whether somebody says that, you know, I devalued it by customizing it or not, that's their opinion. To, to me, it's just priceless. And like I said, I, I won't sell it because, again, like I said, there, there's, there's, a, there's a story behind it. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to part with it. Well, I mean, to me, too, it's like almost it's, you know, it's well, a lot of these customs, I mean, you look at them as art, right? I mean, you oh, consider yeah. yourself an artist, right, Roberto? I mean, to some degree, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Jose Mara told me that. He said, uh, as I asked him a couple of questions when I was first starting out, he told me it's art. So you can't say that this is good work or this is bad work or this method is good and this method is not good. Everyone is an artist. So be an artist and create art. So, you know, from, from that standpoint, hey, I, I agree with him. And that's how I look at all the customizers and, and the, 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 the custom hobby, which is the hobby within the hobby, as I call it. And a fun little fun fact about this bobblehead that we're talking about. When Manuel sent it to me, he sent it to me with no box because it's a big ass bobblehead. So the big, the original box would have been big and it would have cost more to ship. So he sent it to me with no box. So for the longest time I had it in there sitting in the box without the styrofoam or anything like that. And as you can imagine, after I finished it, I read the hell out of this bobblehead, making sure that it was going to arrive in one piece so that it can fit in its original box when it got there. And uh, yeah, it, it was good. But I mean, too, the, the fact that you custom it into, um, you know, that specific, you know, the, the moment in the game and the history, it wasn't like you made this into you know, a, a bobblehead that had someone else's name on the back of him, or you changed it to a different player. I mean, it really fit to kind of the whole situation. I mean, to me, that makes it more valuable. I mean, in my opinion, you know what I mean? It, it's almost like looking at a, a black and white photo in a, in a kid's coloring book. And I got to paint, I got to paint the, 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 the picture. And I got to take a look at video. I, I took a look, I look at so many videos of what he was wearing that day and anything like that, photos and when he wore these shoes in the past because I wanted to make sure that when I colored it in, that I colored it in specifically and exactly how it was at the game. And uh, th that was my goal with that bobblehead as it is with a lot of the bobbleheads, but because of everything that surrounded this one. Yeah. Um, it needed it needed to be done like this and and that's what it is and one person has approached me about doing another one but i think that they they realize and they say no nah, i'm not gonna do that but so from that standpoint i'm glad that he so far has a true one-of-one one. yeah well, nice. well uh, again uh, you know having to customize another one i mean i, I don't even know what you know what you could do to to make it a one of one because i guess again you know i mean that you put them in a toronto blue jays uniform now as opposed to uh you know an astros but i mean there's a you know world series trophy on the bottom of the base and i mean it's it you know i, I think it'd be hard to kind of come up with something that would be like i said a, a moment of history and that's that's what you captured a moment of history and and uh like you said, from the shoes to the batting gloves, I mean, it, it, it's uh, your attention to detail was, was amazing. And, and uh, like I said, that, that's, you know, that's my grail. 
you know, that's my grill all day long, dude. I mean, and that's just reality, man. I mean, it is, it's, there's nothing else out there like it. And like you said, the people that have one, they don't know if they want to, you know, customize their one. And then, like I said, you know, customize it to what, you know, he's no, not even an Astro anymore. I mean, he had, you know, great memories here and many yeah. you know, uh, awesome plays and whatnot. But I mean, again, like you said, it's a, it's a, it's a swing that was on the magazine cover. Uh, you know, I'm lucky to have both magazines autographed. Uh, I mean, it, it, like I said, the, the, you know, it, it's awesome. It, it, it's a piece that, like I said, that, that, you know, it's one of those you can look but don't touch. You know what I mean? I'm going to make a prediction, Jack. I'm yeah. going to say that both the Astros and the Blue Jays make the playoffs. They're both going to battle it out for the AL, uh, for the AL championship. And uh, George Springer is going to come back and uh, he's going to probably hit a home run in front of his old fans. What do you think? Uh, final, score, Astros, <laughs> final score, Astros 10, Blue Jays 1. <laughs> <laughs> Jack will be okay with that if they play the Rays in the world, you know, down somewhere down the road there. Right. Uh, there you go. I was uh, looking man, at their record. Well, no, I mean, Toronto's not too bad, I guess. They're not too bad. They got a good team. They got a good young team. Yeah, they do. A lot of young bucks. All right, Jack, what else do we got, man? What else we got so we can uh, let this man get some rest? Uh, this, this man delivers our mail. He delivers our bobbleheads, and we need to make sure that he has enough hours of rest. Absolutely. We don't want to keep, keep it too late. Um, yeah, you know, we got some uh, giveaways coming up. Uh, anything you're interested in seeing? I like that a lot of the major leagues and minor league teams are releasing a lot of their bobbleheads now. Uh, now people are starting to prepare. They're starting to change their schedules. They're starting to do their math. What bobbleheads are going to be good? Which bobbleheads are going to be hard to get? That's that's what I'll say. Uh, Jack, uh, anything? And then let's say goodbye to Manuel and uh, we close up. Yeah, no. Uh, thank you very much for your time tonight and uh, sharing your stories. And it's very uh I always love hearing, you know, how people get uh, involved in the hobby and uh, especially when the, you have kids involved. Of course, I have kids and, you know, my son loves baseball, too. And so I think we all have, you know, that probably is some of the bond that we have with a lot of the members. Is You know, it's a family af affair and you create a lot of memories. Um, I'm glad Roberto was able to provide that springer to you. I, I always... He, he, he always talked about it. So it was like a legend. And so it was good to hear from the person that actually had the bobble, you know, because Roberto could just be pumping himself up. But, you know, it's, it's good to actually hear from the customer, right? Yeah. So, no, but I really appreciate uh, your time tonight and uh, sharing uh, all your stories with us and kind of your perspective on the, on the Astros. And, you know, uh, th so thank you very much. Appreciate y'all having me on and, uh, you know, enjoyed the conversation and, you know, look forward to maybe doing it again down the road. Sounds good. Totally for it. All right. Sounds good, man. And uh, thank you again. And uh, Jack, episode six is over. And I think it was a good one. So uh, guys, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for spending the last hour, hour and a half with us. And uh, on to the next one, right? That's Have right. a good night, guys. Peace out. <laughs>